You know who I can do without? I can do without the people in the video store. Which ones? All of them. This is Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, not as always, but for the first time, from the <laughs> fantastic Quiz and Hers podcast that you can find on Big Heads Media or just go to your your favorite podcast app, whatever you listen to this on, and type in Quiz and Hers. It is uh, Hallie and Justin. You're both Landy? Or, or, or Hallie, yeah. are you hyphenated? I am full Landy. All right. Yes. She, went, she went full Landy, Justin. How's it feel? Yes, she did. Against, <laughs> against my advice. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, as, I, as I said, you guys are from uh, the Quiz and Hers podcast. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about uh, kind of what you guys do over there? Okay. So, we are a trivia podcast where the two of us as a couple take turns quizzing each other and asking ourselves, you know, asking each other different questions and different categories. And we try to cover all different topics. And each uh, week we do a different theme for our episode. And we just talk a little bit of kind of about each different um, answer to all these questions that we ask each other. So it's a little competition and a little bit of just general discussion. Yeah, it's it's a great show. If it's one of my favorite shows on the network, and if you if you like quizzes, obviously it's going to be for you. But if you like just learning about lots of different things, it's going to be for you too. Because I, I I like challenging myself, seeing you know how many I get, t- testing myself against the two of you, depending on who is you know uh, answering questions that week. <laughs> but I, but I also I also really like uh, just learning about. I've I've learned so much from from listening to the show and and the. Obviously, the the chemistry that you guys have is is f- phenomenal. So anybody that's that's interested, you should go check out uh, Quiz and Hers. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. So, uh, getting into the news, uh, uh, let me see. I'm gonna do. You guys, are you guys into the uh, the DCEU or whatever it is now? The the Snyderverse. Into is a strong word. <laughs> yeah. It come down much harder on the Marvel side of that debate. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I think I know what you're about to talk about. So, yeah. Yeah. So I don't get to talk about comic book movies often with Mike because Mike is not a fan of any of them. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Zack Snyder, I have HBO Max and uh, Zack Snyder released his, his black and white uh, trailer for the Schneider cut of the justice league. Um, yeah. Uh, two and a half additional hours, but of, of movie, but according to, there's so many conflicting things, uh, with this, uh, you know, with this, I don't even know what to call it. A Goliath of a media property, but yeah, he says, uh, Snyder says they only filmed an additional, like four and a half minutes. But they spent seventy million dollars of reshoots. Yeah, the reshoots were only like four minutes, right? That's what they say. So I guess a lot <laughs> of it existed on the cutting room floor. I, I suppose. I, I, I assume a lot of the seventy million went to uh, special effects to finish some effect shots. Yeah. Well, I saw the like a side by side comparison of the Joss Whedon version of the mm-hmm. villain Steppenwolf and the new like remastered you know, Snyder original version. Right. Not any better. 
I was going to say, is it a step in Wolf in the right direction? <laughs> I don't. I think it's a lateral step in Wolf. I don't think it's any worse. I, I Certainly no better. I, what did you think of the 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 uh, what are they what are they going to call it the Whedon cut or the just the theatrical cut of Justice League? What did you think about it? I'm honestly not sure if I've ever seen the whole thing. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. <laughs> it's I saw I've seen are um, terrible. Yeah, I saw Batman versus Superman in IMAX, and then it was just it was too much. That was it. After that, I was like, I need a break from this. You mean you didn't like uh, Lex Luthor force-feeding uh, Jolly Ranchers to a uh, senator? On an, on an IMAX uh. screen. God. <laughs> oh, my that God. movie is such a mess. There's so... I don't, I don't know that I... I think... I haven't seen... Okay, so all the ones that are supposed to be good, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. I haven't seen Shazam, which... People to tell me is is decent, but I hated Man of Steel, and that's the one. The most of them are like, "Oh, that's the good it's one." It's okay. It's like <laughs> it was so boring and loud. I think Man of Steel's okay. Um, I think Wonder Woman is also okay. I don't think it's amazing. I've I, I haven't seen Shazam, but I mean, I don't know. Wonder Woman. It still just ends with a big gray villain tornado at the end mm-hmm. it's just you know we've seen this a thousand times at this point including man of steel yeah i'm not a i'm not a big fan of Zack snyder just in general anyway so i mean i'm sure that colors my my opinion of yeah. this but i never sure. i never really wanted a snyder cut anyway um i can't imagine it's gonna i don't i think it's like four and a half hours long i don't want to watch yeah. it who does no want me neither this? I, I mean i the internet wants it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow, I'm, I'm for so, some reason. I'm so glad that Mike is not into comic book movies for this one <laughs> instance. Because if he was, I'd ha- we'd have to watch it and talk about it. Yeah. Speaking of things that uh, I'm not going to be into, but who knows? <laughs> I assume there will be uh, a fan base for this. Uh, apparently, Donald Trump, uh, I don't know if he's accepting his electoral defeats or behind the obviously he's not publicly but behind the scenes i don't know if he is right yeah but uh, at time of recording he still is not conceded right yeah um a good what week and a half after the election two weeks not something two weeks, like that right? yeah i think today's two weeks after election day That's, but it will be a week, a week and, and a half, half after, after it was the called. final yep. call yeah yeah but he's talking about starting a uh, television show or television network. A dig- actually, a digital television network since it's very cost prohibitive and probably not worth it anymore to try to get carried on uh, the myriad cable outlets that exist yeah. throughout the country. Uh, so a digital uh, network to rival Fox um, because he is mad at Fox for preemptively, in his opinion, calling Arizona... <laughs> Uh, for Biden uh, on election night along with the AP. Um, So I guess revenge as a business model. (laughs) That's that's, interesting to me. Have you heard anything about this? It's consistent with, yeah, a little bit. Justin, you've been been, uh, predicting it for some time. So I I can't take credit for that. Um, I read an article, I think it might have been on CNN, uh, it, it was not a news article. It was like an analysis article. Mm-hmm. But uh, the person, 
it might have been Chris Saliza, I'm not sure, but one of their analysis people called this like a month before the election. They said if Trump loses, this is going to be his next move. And I was like, fuck, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like, he's a showman mm-hmm. at heart. You know, he's a reality TV star. That's where he's comfortable. He cares more about ratings than coronavirus cases. So, yeah, fucking <laughs> of course, that's what he's going to do next. So, <laughs> well, apparently- I should say we uh, we try not to get political on our podcast, <laughs> right. but the shackles are off today. Yes. <laughs> it is always freeing to be able to uh, like I, I can't do it like on retro late fee. On Retro Life, the politics are completely different anyway. So it's like, yeah. and my wife, Carol, and I talk about politics all the time. And she's also very passionate about politics. So it's hard for us to not talk about it uh, when something insane happens. But we have to, we always have to get <laughs> that ni- mindset that it's 1995. Oh. Right. You're in the Clinton administration <laughs> right. on that show, right? Even pre Lewinsky, too. So the government just shut oh, down. Man. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys are going to have lots to talk about in a couple of years then. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so apparently I don't, I'm not a big uh, viewer of Fox News, although I do watch it occasionally. Um, just to, I won't, it doesn't matter why I watch it occasionally, but um, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know this, but apparently they have a streaming service called Fox Nation that is $5.99 a month. And that is basically what this uh, digital offering from Trump would be targeting. Um, that he's got an enormous list of email addresses and phone numbers, you know, from, I mean, mm-hmm. like millions and millions. So that's obviously going to put him way ahead of anybody else trying to start a, a streaming service. I mean, uh, you know, Quibi uh, came and went. Mike and I had a, had a lot of fun <laughs> yeah. talking about that. Um, we are going to talk about that on our show one day because it's just such a ridiculous story. What was the, what were they? They were uh, capitalized at like uh, one and a half billion dollars or something. I think it was yeah, more. Than, it was, it was like one point seven billion or something, almost two billion. <laughs> oh, it's insane! It's uh, more money than uh, Trump's in debt, which is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> But I, you know, so I like I like that metric a lot. <laughs> I think I think that uh, that this um, you know th- this has got a shot. Obviously, unfortunately, yeah. Um, and he wants to apparently he wants to destroy Fox News. He's been talking bad about Fox News at his rallies and things like that. I even tangentially, and this is obviously this isn't you know this is not empirical evidence, but. I've talked to different people because I debate different people online and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of them are like, oh, I don't like Fox. I, I'll, I'll watch Newsmax or I'll watch O-A-N-N. <laughs> Those are the ones, right, that he's been... Uh, like conspiracy peddling ones. I mean, even more yeah. so. Yeah. W- weren't they? Didn't they start off uh, as that little uh, TV at the gas station? <laughs> like, I don't understand <laughs> how they've gotten where they've gotten. <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Obama is a secret Muslim and get a big gulp for 99 cents. Right. Yeah. I, just, I don't I don't get it. It's but it, uh, I don't understand. I mean, we could go on and on and on. I I don't get. So real quick, just to say a, 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 a tangent. And I think this will be interesting to, to you guys uh, if you don't already know this. But uh, way back when, you know, during like the Lincoln Douglas debates and stuff like that. Um, media was super divided, kind of like like it is now. Um, mm. And most people didn't go to events 
like that. I mean, obviously they had crowds, but m- the majority of the country couldn't be at the Lincoln Douglas debates. But there would be right. two different accountings from two, two different papers. And one would say, like, you know, Lincoln was so triumphant that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the crowd uh, toasted him for two hours afterwards. And then another paper <laughs> would say, Douglas, uh, you know, was surfed, uh, you know, like he was in uh, <laughs> The Grateful Dead or something, you know, like, and, and, People had no idea, you know, they didn't have any choice but to believe whatever yeah. paper they read. Um, but- it's, it's even older than that. So mm-hmm. we talked recently on our show about uh, like the or the history of gerrymandering. Mm-hmm. And even back in like the early 1800s, there were Federalist newspapers and there were Democratic Republican newspapers. Yeah. And the Federalist newspapers were particularly targeting Massachusetts Governor Elbridge Gary for mm-hmm. his weirdly drawn district. So, I mean, this has been a feature of the American media landscape for as long as American media has existed. Yeah, but it's weird that it continues, to me anyway, it's weird that it continues to pervade. So I, I get that people, you know, will have difference of opinions and stuff like that. But when we live in a in a day, in an age where people will say, like, well, Trump's never done or said anything racist and then you pull up stuff of like hey here's um you know paperwork of racist housing policies in the 70s Mm -hmm. and here's him but that's all fake news right that's what i'm saying like here's him saying this here's him saying this on tape here's him saying this on tape right and that'll be people's responses well that's fake and it's like what are you talking about you just saw it. You can have a difference of opinion on it, but it's like yeah. it's right there. Yeah, I don't. Know. <sighs> yeah, I I can't get that either. <laughs> yeah, uh, but one thing I can get is Conan O'Brien ending his show next. You're nailing the segues today. <laughs> <laughs> he um. So apparently. He uh, speaking of HBO Max, I guess, uh, you know, with the, the Snyder cut, um, mm. Warner Media owns TBS. Obviously, they also own yeah. uh, HBO Max and he is going to end his show, his uh, his day, you know, weekday show um, next year. And then he's going to start a like a variety show once a week, a weekly variety show on HBO Max. Um I don't know about you guys, but I think this is, I believe both of you are, uh, you know, slightly younger than I am. Um, but I don't, I, I, I think that, that this is, I think this is the right move. Cause I think that, that, um, that entertainment form, like the, the nightly talk show is going out of style <laughs> is, is dying a, a pretty quick death actually. Um, as far like like Jimmy Fallon and and yeah you know those things even like uh, James Corden and stuff like that all the the hits that they get are on YouTube like the like they'll put yeah we do this skit or whatever and it's five minutes right. on a YouTube video and that's the stuff that trends and is popular people aren't watching those sh- it's not Johnny Carson anymore people aren't watching those shows anymore absolutely no. not I just go every year I YouTube Jimmy Kimmel's. Uh, videos of when parents tell their kids they ate all their Halloween candy and then I just binge that once a year around Halloween. <laughs> Those are the best. There's, there's a couple things that Jimmy Kimmel does that I really like. Like he does the mean tweets, which I think are, are funny. Those are good. Yeah. 
And but I'd rather just sit and watch a million of those videos than mm-hmm. watch Jimmy Kimmel every night. So For I sure. you're, yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, because I don't yeah. even I don't even know if I've ever watched his show. I think I've just seen clips of him yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, me too, I think. I, the, when, I, I, I'm interested in this idea of him doing a, re, a variety show because mm-hmm. I feel like there hasn't been anything really of that sort for a long time. Like, are we ripe for reinvention of the variety show? Is it time to bring that back? I think Is the zeitgeist ready. I don't know. <laughs> I think if done right, I think it could be it could be really good and entertaining. And I think I think Conan's Conan has a, a sort of an old fashioned uh you know sensibility to his comedy um mm. that I think can work in that. Like I like I can see him as a Jack Benny type <laughs> character or something like that but yeah i i think it i think it'll be interesting i i'm actually watching uh uh like a it's not a variety show it's a sketch comedy show but it's 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 like adult um peewee's playhouse is is kind of how i look at it but it's uh called uh auntie donna's big old house of fun on netflix this is on our list yeah, yeah you guys gonna watch that you guys um i think you guys both follow um mr sunday movies uh, the weekly planet yep. and stuff like that right yep yeah that's yep. I, I think you guys are the only ones in the act the whole network that also um <laughs> pays attention to mr sunday movies but yeah because they they were uh the auntie donna guys uh two of them anyway were on uh that show mm-hmm. uh last yeah. week and that you know obviously that's how i kind of you know learned about it and i i I, it's a hard recommend to me because I was, um, at the Auntie Donna show because I was, at first I was like, I don't know if I like this. And then, um, something drew me back to it and I was like, I'm going to watch the second episode. And I started to get into it more in the second episode, but it's, it's, um, it's very absurdist. Like it's really absurdist Mm -hmm. kind of comedy. Um, but I, yeah, it's I, 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 there's something about it that really that I'm really drawn to. But it's it's hard to say like, oh, you'll definitely love it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things you just sure. kind of have to check yeah. out. Yeah, we haven't gotten around to it yet, but it's that's one of the next things we're planning to watch together. Yeah, that's one of our holiday plans is watching that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, shotgunning Auntie Donna. <laughs> nice, Mike, you're here. Um, we're just talking about Conan O'Brien and his uh, decision to end his show next year thoughts yeah i saw that it's kind of interesting uh much like yourself i've been a fan of his uh since the the show basically first came out i think mm-hmm. we were both like the three-year anniversary or so and we were pretty familiar with the characters at that point um yep. i mean it, it's kind of weird i mean i mean the whole talk show format especially now that everybody's doing everything uh you know remotely it's, it's just shown that it's unnecessary i mean mm-hmm. conan at least mm-hmm. i'm like you know uh, for example, uh, Jimmy Fallon, who I just think is terrible. I mean, like Conan can like you know carry anything. <laughs> Hard agree on that. By the yeah. way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you if you watch any of his remotes, you could like literally like parachute Conan into like a foreign country, and he will he'll he'll have like fifty new friends. You know, by the end of the day. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I mean, I think his, they're on HBO Max. Maybe his, uh, his his like you know Conan travels are all on there, and he's just you know he's he's such a you know outgoing you know fun, you know, hilarious person that I, I'd be hard, uh, it'd be hard for me not to follow where he goes next. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree. We, that's kind of like where we were at with it too, with, um, you know, as a format, that's just kind of 
going on. Justin had a um, had an interesting idea because well, they were talking about you know uh, create his creating a variety show on HBO Max, like a weekly variety show. And um, do you think that that that's uh, you know like that that's something that's like primed to make a comeback? The variety show. So I think. He's the perfect person to host that because he's he's obviously a big fan of like you know old old fashioned comedy like mm-hmm. vaudeville that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. and he has like performed live like he 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 did the um, the monorail song live when they were doing a Simpsons celebration yeah. at the L.A. Uh, oh, that's right, I saw that. Yeah, and he was good too. I mean, you know, he's obviously you know a person who loves to perform. I mean, I don't know that it'll be. I mean, because I guess technically SNLs considers itself to be a variety show where it's mostly just comedy you know, in theory, and then there's, like, you know, musical guests. So I, I wonder if it'll be, like, just, if he's just using that, that as a code for, like, different types of comedy or what. I haven't really looked into it, but mm-hmm. yeah, th- it'll be weird to see him gone from a, a talk show, but he's probably leaving at the exact right time. Yeah, I agree. I think the, yeah, the I only think... person I think that could um, that could make the talk show format work, and I think he's going to try to, yet again, <laughs> on YouTube, is Norm MacDonald. Because Norm Macdonald can do his little, and it's not even really a talk show. It's it's him interviewing someone for twenty minutes. But he he's the only one that I think that could, that really has the juice to do that right now. Yeah, I mean, really, it's his his version of a talk show is just a conversation. But he's he's an interesting person, an interesting conversationalist. So I mean, it, it works. I mean, not like a, not in practice, obviously, but in theory, in theory, it works quite a bit. I, I'm so, I'm sorry, Justin. Were you going to say something? No, no, no. Uh, all right. Oh, I thought I interrupted. Sorry. Speaking of huh? speaking of interrupting, I'm going to interrupt this lively discussion to move us on to the parents' guide game. Um, so Mike, this week, uh, I, I created, well, I didn't create, but I selected a special one for, uh, Hallie and Justin. Um, so, or is it, I already know what it is. Or is it Justin? Is it Justin? I think I can get this in zero guesses, Mark. I want you to try to guess because I I think I know where you're going and I think you're not correct, but go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Jeopardy the movie. No, I, I thought you were. I thought. Well, I know that's a joke, obviously, but uh, the the movie you're thinking of is um is Ray Fiennes and Rob Morrow in it. Exa- yeah, exactly. Quiz show. Yeah, I thought about doing that, but I was like, ah, I think that's a little too on the nose. I actually looked at it as well. The other thing is, there's nothing funny in the parents' guide because there's nothing there. Oh. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's, we we found it's really weird. Sometimes we'll find like the strangest movie will have like thirty entries. Like I think Ghost Ed goes way to detail on everything. Uh, but then we'll phenomenal. go like a movie. But then like Quiz Show, you think there'd be quite. A, I mean, you know, references to the actual scandals, etc. Yep. I mean, it's a, it's a biography. I mean, I don't know how accurate it is, but I mean, but nothing. There's nothing there. <laughs> as far as I know, it's the only time that Doris Kearns Goodwin has ever been portrayed on film. Oh, actually, that is in the parents' guide. Is it <laughs> fact? No, it's not. By Mira, by Mira Sorvino. There you go. Oh, uh, Hank Azaria is in that. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's one of the toadies for the the one of the producer lackeys. I love that That's movie. Right. By the way, I should probably see that movie as a be a it's, person. It's very, it's very good. I, I don't even know who directed it or whatever. I, I've 
seen it maybe twice at the most, but it's it's a very good movie. I, yeah, I don't. Uh, I think I actually I think Robert Redford directed it. You know, I think you're right. right. I know Robert Redford was associated with it because I talked about him on our podcast, and yeah. I remember him being associated with it somehow. So you might be. Well, right. He's definitely not in it, so yeah, he must have directed it. Oh, yeah. You gotta have balls to name everything that you ever put your name on Sunday, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's a power move, right? Yeah. But on the other hand, he's Robert Redford. He's earned it. If you, if you think he's bad, you should check out his friend Paul Newman. Right, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't salad dressing anymore. It's Newman's own. But you are correct. It was, he did just direct it. I, I don't. I, if he was in the movie and, and you told me it was, I'd be like, okay, I, I don't remember the movie that well. But yeah, he was. He did direct it. He was the guy in the there audience uh, shouting "cheater" at the uh, Senate hearings or whatever. <laughs> I thought that was your father. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So, um anyway, Mike, I was going to say uh you can guess if you want uh with this one, but I am I am willing to bet real money that you've never seen this movie, Mike. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're right. Okay. Um let's see. We're going to start with some some violence and gore. I want to make this I'll make this tough so you don't get it right away. Since there's two of you, too, against me. Um, well, that's that's just a reference to something they said earlier. Uh, on the parents' guide game. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, a man convulses violently. Okay. <laughs> uh... I kind of feel I mean, like that could be anything. Jim Carrey likes to convulse. That's like the track I'm on. When I picture <laughs> a man convulsing, I can picture Jim Carrey. That's it. That's all I got. Jim Carrey. It's actually Man in the Moon. That's correct. No. Uh... <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the name of this movie, uh, but it's got... Uh, what's his name in there? Um, shoot. I'm not going to remember this. Uh, uh, short Time with Dabney Coleman. Oh my goodness, that's a very good guess. But what an esoteric guess! But no, that's... I was going to say that is a deep ass cut. <laughs> Wasn't that at the tip of all of our tongues, though? Yeah, I, 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 Dabney Coleman in the greatest film about a police officer who thinks he's dying of cancer. I think who can't kill himself because of his life insurance policy, but tries to get himself killed on the last day of his job as a cop so that his family can be taken care of genuine masterpiece oh my goodness um a man is captured beaten and threatened to be eaten oh wow and it rhymed that's right (laughs) (laughs) beaten and threatened to be eaten is the uh did uh, al sharpen write that uh (laughs) sentence for you (laughs) (laughs) uh Wow. Threatened to be eaten. Um, I'm not there. All right. I don't know. Um, can I say... Haley, did you have a guess? What's that? Did you Did you have a guess? If, no. Feel free to guess. Like, oh, I'm going to guess the movie Hannibal. I'm thinking. No, no, not Hannibal. Um... 
That would make sense, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if they did in the movie, but in the book, uh, he they did like throw someone to the pigs to be eaten, and they were refer, you know, constantly threatening that. But maybe I guess it didn't happen in the movie. Um. Yeah. Someone's got to feed those hogs, Mike. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. The uh. <laughs> that's that's maybe the only the only appropriate time I've ever dropped that into conversation. Um. This is the only sex and nudity one that I think I can wear without, or I think that I can say without totally giving it away. But I think this gives a lot away too anyway. Uh, (laughs) The main male character wears clothes that accentuate the male form, including his large muscles, some of which are exposed. Other than that, uh, other than the partial nudity mentioned above, (laughs) there is no nudity in this film. Huh. I think I know what this uh, is, actually. I might have an idea. Is it uh, The Incredible Hulk? No. Uh, no, that, that is nudity. Oh, but his muscles are exposed when the when he becomes the Hulk. That's what I was thinking. Uh, certainly accentuate the tight, stretchy pants certainly accentuate the male form. I immediately thought of Captain America first because... That's America's ass. <laughs> Well, it is neither one of those. Um, I think okay. I read this. I think I read this book over the weekend. Is it The Running Man? No, no. Although that's <laughs> that's a very good guess too. Actually, that uh, that movie is a thirst trap. As the kids, the kids still say that, right? Probably. I'm not sure. Uh, the only thing under profanity is minor profanities only, including three s words. I guess swords. Uh, damn, and uh, that goes along with what we're going to talk about today. And the B word. Those are always the worst clues to the, uh, the profanity. I, I hate those yeah. so much. So bad. Uh, I think something, okay, several characters, this is drugs, alcohol, and smoking. Several characters are seen Ooh, drinking. Ooh, we bullied them. <laughs> several <laughs> characters are seen drinking beer. <laughs> Ooh, a character beer. is shown to be very drunk numerous times. Oh, I think I know it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Is it Avengers Endgame? No. Oh, I was thinking of, Morgan, <laughs> thinking of when little Morgan Stark goes, shit. <laughs> and Tony's like, you can't say that. Um, let's... Ah, I really thought that was, that was it. Like, and then Thor is like drunk for that whole movie. What'd you say? I feel that you're close. Judging from Mark's reaction, I feel that you're very close, and he's right. I haven't yeah. seen any of these movies. Right. I thought that had to be it, because Thor is drunk for the whole movie. In Spider-Man Wait, Far what? From Home, they drink beer. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought maybe we were on the right track. We're, we're converging on, on that this is a Marvel movie, but maybe that's just our own biases. When I think muscles, I think Marvel movies. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> Uh, a man fights oh, off. Iron Man Two, he's drunk all the time too. Any of the any of the Iron Mans, he's. I think it's just. Uh, I think it's just unspoken that he's drunk pretty much the entire time. Yeah, but, but he is especially drunk in Iron Man Two <laughs> when he thinks he's dying. That's true. You'll never be able to simulate this. Uh, this elements, Tony. Uh, I just did. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. okay, <laughs> took took me ten minutes. <laughs> um. <laughs> A man fights off devilish hordes and runs from a dragon. Whoa. Runs from a dragon? Mm-hmm. Ah. Movie has a dragon. I've been diverted off of the Marvel path at this point. Oh, I, the I Hobbit. 
It's Hobbit like... was a dragon, right? There was a dragon in that. Smaug, yeah. Or it could be Lord of the Rings, one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Is there are the think Nazgul were... ride things? Yeah, I'm not sure. If no, the thing is the Nazgul not. ride. I mean, and they're yeah, I they're. Think... I think they're wyverns, but they're sort of dragon. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I don't trust those. the people who write these things to oh, know that. You difference. should not trust them to know anything. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Oh, so, it's dragonish. It's dragon adjacent. Uh, none of those. Doctor Strange have a dragon. Hmm, I don't think so. Doctor Strange played the dragon in uh <laughs> It's true. <laughs> well, I mean not Doctor Strange, but Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I can say his name yes. right. I'm not going with the joke. It's been done. <laughs> uh I don't think I've seen anything with him in it. With Benedict Cumberbatch in it? I don't think so. Sherlock, Sherlock is great. Good. Yeah, I watched a little bit of Sherlock, like maybe like uh like five minutes, and that was all I, I seen with a minute. You know what I don't understand about Sherlock is um, that, uh, like, how many how many episodes are a season of that show? There's, like, t- two episodes per season. Yeah. That's the BBC model, though. They put a ton of money into, like, three episodes, and then they just go do something else. And then they wait five years. Right. Yeah, right. Oh, Black Mirror was the same way. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes that's okay. Like, sometimes I like that, you know, because I... A lot of times the American shows can go way overboard with uh, episodes yes. and filler and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, definitely. But sometimes like with like Black Adder and stuff like that, I'm like, I want more. I haven't seen Black Adder. I should watch it. I've uh, heard it's good. I like, uh, it feels better to want, to want more than to you know say, well, that was a little too much. That's true. Yeah, but, for sure. But I think I'll, I'll always want more Rowan Atkinson. I mean, the, sh- the shows I think most fondly of are ones that were really canceled prematurely. Like the show Millennium, I liked that a lot, and it was canceled after like three seasons. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, I could have been. I mean, obviously, it couldn't have been better because they would have made more seasons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or the pro stars, Mike. Yeah. Uh, but then again, there's like seven seasons of The Pretender, I believe. So, what's going on there? <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Two characters, Still thinking about two characters have a massive brawl in an arena and both punch and slam each other around, knocking each or other. Or Ragnarok. In. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was That's what I was thinking when someone said eaten. Yeah. Who gets threatened to be eaten in that movie? I don't remember I don't that. Know, it made me think of that, but then I was like, that's not enough to go on. Is that Where's a, there a dragon? Is that that's a what I was going to say. What the fuck is the dragon? I think that's a Korg thing, right? Doesn't Korg say something about getting eaten? Maybe. It's uh, the dragon. There's no dragon in that movie. I think at the beginning, like, I don't know. I'm trying I to remember, remember I can't, that. I'm, I can't picture the dragon. Oh, like before he before he confronts Surtur for the first time, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think that's, I think, I don't know. He's in the cage, and yeah. I, is it a flashback? or is Maybe. It, I don't know. I, it might be one of the know. things. Actually, I think it's one of the things that he's attacking when um uh what's his name uh the the English guy or I think he's Australian that uh, that's in absolutely everything um when he beams him back to to Asgard uh I think the head of that dragon gets like cut off and and comes with. Oh, that's right. Oh that's yeah, right, that's right. 
what's his uh, name? Car- Carl Urban. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Carl Urban. Of, of the boys. You mean Philly Butcher? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, okay, so who, who wants to go next as far as the... Uh, uh, I'll go. I've got one. All right. All right. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> so this is... The, I, I checked out a few movies, um, but uh, th- this one had a couple of my favorite clues. So under Sex and Nudity... It is implied that certain characters sleep together. Okay. <laughs> is the entirety of this entry. Um, Geely. <laughs> not, not a bad guess, but no. Um, uh, what's that? What's that show that my wife likes, but I hate? Uh, well, not the Golden Girls. I know that. Oh, obviously it's not that. Oh, no, it's a, it's a movie with, uh, geez, it's by the people from the Who, who Did the State Oh. Talking about like they're like at a at a camp. Yes. Oh, uh, I know. Wet hot American summer. summer. A wet hot American. Summer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, is it is it is it wet hot American summer? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not. There's a TV uh, show too. Under, under oh, profanity. Yeah. One use of a asterisk asterisk hole and several of shit. That's I funny. love the idea that they think that asshole is the one that they have to censor, but they just type out shit. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> That's pretty great. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like who decide like what 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 went wrong in people's brains to make that decision? I know, right? Like I have to censor this even when I'm trying to warn people, but I, I can say shit. Anyone can. Uh, you um, wanna take a crack at it based on that? I will say uh, RoboCop. <laughs> uh, no, under violence and gore, there are no entries, which is absolutely not the case for RoboCop. Oh, wow. No I'll violence give you that clue for, for I'll give you that clue for free. Is it Joe versus the Volcano? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and the less said about that movie, the better. Oh, Mike, are you suffering from a brain cloud? Oh, I hate that movie so much. It's so bad. It's a great trivia question, though. Um, you know the, the like three movies that Meg Ryan and and Tom Hanks did because everyone forgets that one. True. Yeah, it's true. Uh, okay, so uh, let's see. He played Joe. Yes, correct. Let's go back to <laughs> let's go back to uh, let's do alcohol, drugs, and smoking. Mm-hmm. Adult characters consume alcoholic beverages socially throughout the film. Did you just pick the movie that has the most vague? No, they're, they're, <laughs> no, I I just thought they were funny in that how vague and stupid they were. There are some that are going to be a little more informative. I'll get to them next. The okay. fil- I'm just hitting. I'm hitting the. I'm hitting the ones that I think are funny right now. Next okay. clue: the film was shot on film. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was shown in theaters. Some scenes are inside. Other scenes are outside. Oh, then it's not my dinner with Andre. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, damn it! Um, the Princess Bride. Oh, that's that's a good one, actually. There you go. Ooh, it is not the Princess Bride, but somehow you are actually getting closer. Oh, he's getting closer. Uh, okay, so I'll say it's, it's another movie where uh, Billy Crystal plays an old man, Mister Saturday Night. Oh, City Slickers. Oh, and actually. <laughs> I just realized I made a stupid mistake. You're not getting closer. My bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you. 
the Prince I'll Bride. The after, I'll, t- I'll tell you the mistake after we uh, after we see what movie it is. I, I really fucked that. All right, here, here's one that might actually be helpful. Uh, back to sex and nudity. In the opening sequence, we see many young, slender women getting ready for work. They are putting on bras and panties, which is seen, but there is no nudity. There is one brief camera shot of a woman walking around in her underwear, but that's it. Nine to five. It is not showgirls. It is not nine to five. Many young women getting ready for work. Um, hmm. Is it uh, the Facts of Life, the movie? The movie, Mrs. Garrison's Revenge. <laughs> it's kind of sad that we can't think of that many movies about women going to work. Right? <laughs> That's really sad. And that is that is the principal plot point of this movie: is that women go to work. That is the whole movie. That's why basically. I guess nine to five. Not a bad guess, but not right. Girls get it done. Uh, the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> Yes! Wow! Oh, I, I was going to guess that. Hustlers. <laughs> See, I was actually going to guess it was Tootsie, but I don't remember what the opening scene is. <laughs> That's so funny. The, the, one, the, one, the one where you can think of a woman getting work, it's a man dressed as a woman. <laughs> well, no, because I know, there's, there, I know there, are, there are actors in that movie, so, like, you know, I assume they'd be, like, you know, like, act, like actors getting dressed if right. they're all getting dressed together, because that's <laughs> kind of odd. Oh, my goodness. Daryl Hannah's in that, uh, right? Uh, and so, and Mike, your favorite actors in it too, Bill Murphy. Oh, good. What was the thing that tripped you up? Oh yeah, um, when you said the Princess Bride, I misheard it as the Princess Diaries, and he started talking about oh, Billy Crystal. I was okay, like, oh, yeah, wait, yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was it was, it was another quicker. Anne Hathaway vehicle that I was yeah that, that makes I was perfect getting you guys to so yeah uh, yes well done gonna, Mark I was going to guess Hustlers mm. huh. I haven't seen yeah, it though. Yeah, I, I just love so either. much that somebody took the time to write on the internet. It is implied that several characters sleep together. I guess that's <laughs> true. Em- Emily Blunt <laughs> and, and stuff, right? I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I saw it once a long time ago. I know that Adrian Grenier is in it from yep. Entourage. Oh, I, I guess he's the one that she, that she was implied to have slept with. That's true. She leaves him for the magazine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> is that guy in anything other than those two things? Ah, uh, the unemployment line. Oh wait, isn't he in She's All Bad or one of those movies? She's All Bad. Is that what you said? No, like, She's she, All Bad. Like one of those kind of movies. I think like he's like this girl who has a ponytail and doesn't realize that she just needs to take it out and she'll be uh, very attractive. <laughs> and I think he's her neighbor. It's with Sarah. No, no. Oh. What's, her, what's her name? Oh no. yeah, the one from Sabrina, Melissa Joan Hart, maybe. Oh, I think uh, you're right. Drive me crazy. Yeah, I think that's. I remember <laughs> the previous because it's got the Britney Spears song in it and the oh, that God. video. They didn't I go with the front the cannibals. Of- How dare they? <laughs> oh my God, I I haven't thought about that. Ah, uh, God, I haven't thought about that movie since nine eleven. I, I, I never thought about that movie. Oh, I, I was thinking about <laughs> tragedies around that. <laughs> I heard it was banned because it actually did drive people crazy. <laughs> like the like the plot from uh, <laughs> from the John Carpenter movie that I can't remember. <laughs> the last. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, the mouth of madness. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. 
Um, the last thing that uh, Adrian Grenier was in, uh, besides something Common, like, something commentary for Entourage, <laughs> Chris, yeah, right. Christmas at Graceland colon Home for the Holidays, <laughs> which it's Oof. which it says it just says next to it Hallmark movie. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you might as well just say box office poison. <laughs> oh my god. There are a oh, few man. a few direct to video things. Trash fire, which seems appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the movie called though? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, this this guy is Dean Kane levels of career success right now. Oh my god. <laughs> no kidding. Oh my goodness. Well, Oof. the only thing I can find out about Trash Fire other than the, the cover is that it's 93 minutes. And it was distributed by Orion. Aren't, didn't they go to business? Jeez. Now we know why. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Is Melissa Joan Hart in this as well? <laughs> she, should be, she should be contract- Almost certainly. She should be contractually obligated to be in, in anything he does. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to put in here. I don't know. My wife loved this show for some godforsaken reason. But Melissa Joan Hart was on a show, I think it was on ABC Family or something like that, called Melissa and Joey with Joey Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Which, I remember oh, that, yeah. Which has the worst, so bad. like the worst, it's almost like an 80s parody theme. I love it so much because it's so, and it it it, it goes like I wish I could do the video too because there's all these clips of them, uh, you know, in various uh, forms of shenanigans. Like it looks like a Saturday Night Live parody of an '80s sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, the, their their theme song was. And oh my god, I loved it so much. Like I loved how terrible it was. Last thing I saw Melissa Joan Hart in was she was in an episode of Law and Order SVU where oh, no. she was a teacher. She was a teacher who raped her student, but maybe the student raped her. <laughs> and like that's the whole episode. <laughs> oh god! Nice. Oh wow! Uh, I like that that Justin is staying on brand though. By I I, I mentioned nine eleven. He mentioned rape. <laughs> all we need, yeah, well. all we need now, is to make some age joke, and we've got the trifecta of <laughs> things that well, I think we just did. Things that regularly occur in our show. <laughs> oh my goodness, Melissa Joan Hart was she in the the reboot of uh, Sabrina the Teenage Sabrina the Dark Witch or whatever it was called on I'm, Netflix? I'm not sure. I, I only watched I think the one episode. Uh yeah, I, I watched one. Well, it's another. I had thing no idea what was going on. Another thing my wife I, likes that I don't like, so. I feel that uh, Melissa Joan Hart is also in those Hallmark movies. I was but just, I could be wrong on that. I was just going to say. Yeah, definitely. So you're very, yeah. you're very close, Mike, because I looked up her filmography since we were talking about it. The last two things. <laughs> the last two things Melissa Joan. You're done already? The last two things Melissa Joan Hart's <laughs> been in in 2018 and 2019. A very nutty Christmas and Christmas oh reservations, both <laughs> lifetime original movies. Uh, that's uh, that's kind of the yeah. same thing. 
Can't wait to see what she does this year. Oh, God. COVID Christmas starring uh, Adrian yeah. Grenier and uh, Melissa Jones. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. Christmas just won't be Gonna the be same shot this on year. Zoom. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. Oh, good Lord. So, um, does anybody does anybody else have a parents' game? <laughs> yeah, I have one. All right, all right. Go ahead. I'm going to just try. I mean, most of these are not very difficult. So I'll start with a less obvious one. So profanity, Mm. one use of by God, three uses of dumb, (laughs) one use of fool, and one use of shut up. (laughs) Back to the future. The worst possible things you could say. Is it back to the future? Nope. You said my God, (laughs) not by God. I got no. I said by God. Great Scott. Troll, Trolls World Tour. What? Oh, Trolls World Tour. No, but where did you come up with that? My kids- well, it's obviously a kids movie. If they're putting this as profanity, so I just thought of the worst kids movie that's come out in the past couple of years. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, I'm guessing it's the live action Scooby Doo movie. Oh, good guess, but no. Is yeah. it a very nutty Christmas with Melissa? <laughs> <laughs> Is, is it a squeak wolf? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, I'm trying to pick ones that are like so obvious. This one's good. So, sex and nudity. Close to the beginning of the film, one of the characters calls another "bone daddy." However, young children may not understand its connotations. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I Carly the movie. <laughs> um, but wound daddy. Uh, oh, that one um, where Bruce Willis is a raccoon uh, over the edge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Bruce Willis was a raccoon. Yeah, I didn't know he was in that either. <laughs> yeah, he plays. Yeah, me neither. He plays RJ. Saw two. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cut off my own foot. My God. Oh my God. I'm going to call you bone daddy. <laughs> well, I don't know. You hadn't gotten to the to the violence and gore yet. I figured maybe you were skipping that for a reason. <laughs> oh, no. I could do that next if you would like. Okay. Oh, real quick, too. I forgot to mention this one. In my uh, parents' guide game, one of the, one of the entries under violence and gore, and it really... It really depends on how you say this, how, how what connotation you want to take it in. But it says typical Marvel violence. <laughs> I read it as typical Marvel violence. <laughs> oh, typical Marvel. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> okay, you want to hear a violence and gore one? Sure. Yeah. The film is filled with pseudo-scary visuals, but little actual harm is done. For instance, one character has a hatchet embedded in his head, but it might as well just be a hat. Um, I've never seen this, but I think it's The Nightmare Before Christmas. It is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I realized that oh, the, bo- wow. the bone daddy thing threw me off. I'm like, oh, wait, that's probably yep. what that is. But I, I've only yep. seen a few minutes of that movie. I was going to guess Among movie. Us, the movie. Because <laughs> they have a knife hat in that game. Oh, all right. So speaking of uh, knives in the head, um, 
that's how I felt when I heard the extra pack died. Yeah, agreed. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, Mike and I t- we we briefly touched on it last week. Um, obviously, it, incalculable loss. Um, yeah. but we wanted to kind of pay tribute a little bit. Uh, in this episode, by talking about our favorite game shows, um, Jeopardy, obviously, I, I would, I mean, I think that's probably near the top of all of our lists. It's probably my favorite game show of all time. Um, Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Same here. It's it's the classic. I don't know what it is about it, but it's it's just. I think I think the biggest uh, plus of it maybe is that it's it's a no nonsense quiz show there's no like you know like with who wants to be a millionaire and stuff like that there's no dramatic music and you know well i know that uh you know grizzlies like to attack at night so uh you know it's it's all just here's your goddamn answer give me the freemason right (laughs) but yeah i think i think that's one that's its biggest strength is it just it goes right at it um, I think that and also just the history like it's an American institution like we all grew up watching it you oh, know like sure. it just feels like it's something that has just existed since the birth of the universe yeah as long as I can remember Alex Trebek has been I mean he wasn't during my entire lifetime I think he took over in 82 but I've always known him as the Jeopardy guy and I like that much yeah. like my favorite kinds of games like you know like chess which I'm terrible at but I like the fact that it's Essentially, no one has an advantage other than, you know, knowing more, which, I mean, it's a trivia show, mm-hmm. so obviously that's what they're testing, but it's not like, well, like, you know, the price is right. I, I cannot stand most of that because, it's like, well, the ball went over here, so now you need to guess right. five numbers. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's, and plus, anybody can play along. I mean, there's the $100 questions. You know, most people can answer those. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, obviously, it escalates. But even the Daily Doubles, or even, I would argue that Final Jeopardy are deliberately not especially challenging because, you know, they want people to participate and wager big. Yeah, well, and I think the question writers on and on Jeopardy are very talented. Like every question is like a little word puzzle that you have to figure out, and there, there's always like such a clever kind of mm-hmm. secondary clue hidden in there. I mm-hmm. love the way they write their questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love the, the categories like potpourri or the ones where these anagrams and that kind of stuff. That's just you know all sorts of different fun trivia wordplay that just I I just enjoy all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, and I think I think that can't be overstated. Is is like you said, Justin, and I like. I think uh, games maybe did this before. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't really think any televised trivia games, but some of the trivia books and stuff like that might have tried to do stuff like that before. But I think Jeopardy really pioneered writing the, a trivia question in that way, to where absolutely you know. I, I'm not a huge, and don't get mad at me because I know you guys, you know, uh, <laughs> but I'm not like a huge opera guy or anything like that. Like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, that's one of those categories. If I was going to be on Jeopardy, I'd have to really study. But I can get mm-hmm. some of those things because I know, uh, you know, the history of maybe some of the different composers or stuff like that, or they'll ask, um, yeah. you know, and and you don't need to necessarily know everything about every category if you especially like latin uh um things like latin roots and stuff like that like if you know yeah. latin and greek roots yeah. you can get a lot of questions uh on jeopardy yeah yeah but yeah i, I really Which think I they pioneered that. a lot on that yeah <laughs> i don't think i feel like i know less than it seems that i that i actually know <laughs> because i just 
have an instinct for these Latin roots. Well, you did, just, you did oh, win yeah, last sure. season, right? Oh, yeah. you did? <laughs> She's kicking my ass this season, so. <laughs> um, But yeah, besides Jeopardy, like, uh, obviously, there's... I'll get into one that's probably maybe a little more under the radar, I guess. I liked um, okay. this, this show called The Chase that was on. Love uh, The Chase. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, it, it's yeah. A, a British show um, brought to America on uh, the game show network um, with a, a guy named Mark Labatt, I think his name, called, you know, The, yeah. B- the Beast, because he's this Beast. Like, trivia, oh. um, this trivia, like, uh, Titan, like, pub trivia uh, stuff, and... Um, yeah, that's a. I I always um, that like that's one I I could watch with the kids and stuff like that, and they would get into it too, even though yeah. um they didn't necessarily know a lot of the answers, but they were like, oh, you know, oh, oh, get get more links, they're gonna beat the beast <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like love the chase. That's like a good middle ground if you feel like Jeopardy's not. I don't know what the word is. Like fun enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like it's a good middle ground because they have you know they're straightforward, but they try to add some levity and stuff. Yeah, and they they there's a couple different sort of game types that they do within each show, um, right? To mix things up a little bit, uh, you know, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, that's uh, you know, as far as quiz shows go, that's that's definitely I I, I don't know if I eh, maybe it's my second favorite. It's I was never like I like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but I was never a huge fan of it because, like I said, a lot of the faffing about, uh, you, yeah, you know, agreed. and and those questions on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire always seemed a lot easier to me than than they made it look like. Yeah. Until you get to the the last five questions, which are by design impossible, right? So, and then, yeah, and then they're just stupid hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's no there's no in between on that show. So I don't know if you saw this, Mark, but um, the chase is coming back again oh, with with yep. uh, Ken Jennings, James Holzhauer, and Brad Rutter, the Jeopardy goat contestants, as the three chasers. Oh wow! That's yeah, going to be on ABC. Now this was announced before the untimely death of Alex Trebek, which could potentially throw a wrench in those plans if if Ken Jennings does what a lot of people seem to think he's going to do. But right. um, but that that was the plan at least like a month ago, um, which yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be amazing. I, cause I, I, like I said, I like that show a lot and I'd love to see it come back. Yeah. Mike, you, what, I think it is. What's, uh, what's another show that you, that you got into like a game show, Mike? I mean, uh, actually I like to revisit uh, jeopardy a bit before you go to that. I mean, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we've all heard like the suggested, you know, you know, new hosts uh, instead of Alex uh, Trebek. The one that just I didn't even think of, but it seems like a perfect fit to me is LeVar Burton because I mean, mm-hmm. who else is like you know an advocate of knowledge like LeVar mm-hmm. Burton is? Mm-hmm. I do think that would yeah, be I a really good fit. I mean, I know we've mentioned this before, but I mean, of all, I, mean, I never even think of him because I mean, I, I saw him in Reading Rainbow and obviously Roots. I, I'm not a Star Trek fan, uh, obviously he's in that though. But I mean. Of all the people to be me too, he would be the worst one. <laughs> I mean, if anybody. Oh God! Oh. Don't joke like that, man. Oh, that would be so bad. <laughs> I mean, he just seems like the nicest, like you know, person, and yeah. he still like is involved in you know uh, reading and you know delivering books to children that sort of thing. 
I don't even see him on those crazy QAnon lists that say like, uh, oh, Tom Hanks molested people too and stuff. Like LeVar Burton, even the QAnon people are like, oh, we're not going there. Maybe just, maybe just doesn't like pizza. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Do you spend a lot of time reading QAnon lists of celebrity pedophiles? Uh, I I got in one time on the show. I got into like a a deep dive of I was surfing around Twitter while we were doing oh, the Jesus. show looking for something, and I looked up the one of the QAnon like hashtags or whatever, and I was like Tom Hanks, <laughs> like like what? <laughs> Mike and I. Were, yeah, that's right. That's right. I can't remember what it came up, but that's what it was. <laughs> Mike and I were just like going off on that. Like what the hell? Uh, oh my gosh yeah i try to stay away from them although well maybe maybe they'll go away now more hopefully but um uh, more or complete no. opposite yeah more yeah. more and more people like i'll start talking to people and they're like start saying q like stuff and i'm like oh god Ugh. ow they're in congress now should we, should we go back to talking about game shows <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah other than that i mean i'm I mean, the match game is, you know, again, like it, it's mm. completely contrary to what I just said, but I just thought it was like super entertaining. I mean, match game at, least, yeah. at least the original versions, I know they had like some, I, I don't know who was the host, uh, probably like, uh, I don't know, uh, I, I can't even think of who the host was for it, I, but I mean, Gene the Rayburn. original, uh, oh no, the That's original right. I knew Gene Rayburn, but the one they came back well, with, I, like I don't know who they, oh. I don't know who they had hosting the, like, I think they did do a recent version. Maybe filthy was, little, Alec yeah, filthy Alec little pig himself. Oh, okay. Eh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess. I mean, that that's okay. He's not terrible, but yeah, the original, <laughs> like, you know, panelists were just hilarious. Uh, Charles, yeah, uh, Nelson Riley, obviously, uh, Brett Richard Dawson. Speaking of game shows, Richard Dawson. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan of family feud. I never got into that show. <laughs> it's it's I feel that I like it, but much like uh, with uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, there's just way too much pageantry. I mean, yeah. Richard Dawson was bad enough. I mean, he was like you know practically like assaulting uh, people on oh, stage. Yeah. But I mean, I, I find Steve Harvey works because of the uh, the the amount of like unnecessary overreactions and breaks. Yeah, I like I like the I, I like the phrase pageantry as a you know with Family Feud. <laughs> it's the it's the Catholic Church of game shows. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I mean, you're I not wrong. It's, it totally is all ceremony. That's just... It's like, I need you to answer a couple of questions, but first I need to know all about your family. I love yeah. your... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make out with your teenage daughter on national television. <laughs> right. about it. And love... if, you win the, if you win the five of you, you can split one car. That's I was going to say. I love your thing. <laughs> Here's a car for five people. It's it's a coupe. It's not even a sedan. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, uh, you do have to pay taxes, though. Congratulations. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, the the match game. Uh, you know, that's that's what I was going to mention too. Uh, obviously, the great Charles Nelson Riley, uh, Brett Summers, um, and yes. in the original version, um, Dickie Dawson, like you said, and and then you know Betty White and and. Uh, Fan- Fanny Flag and all, Fanny, the, yeah, <laughs> all yeah. the other people that yes. that came along. Uh, you know, uh, what's her like? Ann Deutsch. <laughs> oh I yeah. Can't wish, can't wish Paul Lynn had been on the show. Oh yeah. But he's probably at a fucking rally somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the secret racist. Um. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard that. Apparently, he was very anti-Semitic. Ow! Uh, did not hear that. No, That's according to Gilbert Gottfried, but I mean, it's like an anecdotal story. 
Could you imagine what Gilbert more, Gottfried what and more Paul Lynn? Voice is there? Could you imagine Gilbert Gottfried and Paul Lynn having a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would destroy any tape. Hey, Paul. Yeah, What's going on, Gilbert? A... It's actually kind of an easy transition because they were both on Hollywood Squares. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which was the longest game of tic-tac-toe ever. Right? Yep. The, uh, the, uh, the Hollywood Squares was never... I never loved that. Um, you know, even the, the 80s version that I grew up with with, like, Shadow Stevens and stuff like that. But, um, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but... Version, like, the version I remember was Whoopi Goldberg in the center. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Gilbert Gottfried was on there quite a bit as well, I believe. Yeah. There is huh. there is yeah, one yeah. funny thing that was like a, that's a super cut of humorous answers from, uh, you know, the Hollywood Squares. Because I mean, that's all it all it is is a, is an excuse for one liners, basically. But right. um, can you imagine a no nonsense contestant? Like, come on, <laughs> quit fucking around. <laughs> Give me your answer. money. I mean, this goes back to what we were talking about with with the late night shows, right? Like, you just watch the good parts on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, you know, these Hollywood Squares match game type shows are not good. They don't do as well as they used to because all the funny stuff just gets condensed down into a five minute supercut. Like you said, like, who needs to watch the show? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Much like, uh, as I've mentioned a thousand times with uh, Saturday Night Live, if you took all the good parts out Mm -hmm. of it, there's maybe three seasons. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and there's like one. There's like one good sketch a season at this point, but yeah, the, with the Hollywood Squares thing, like the only joke I can really remember from that comes from YouTube, and it's like it's Buddy Hackett going way back. <laughs> um, I think uh, the guy uh, asks him um, what country has the most doctors per uh, capita, and he goes, "Doctors, let's see, uh, it's got to be a, a big Jewish population." It's like, uh, and he goes, um, Israel. Paul Wayne was just like frothing at the mouth when he said this. <laughs> but he goes, so he says Israel, and the guy goes, I agree. And you can hear Buddy Hackett go, you agreed with that? Like, like what the hell? You know, I was just making a joke. And the, uh, what's his name, Peter or whatever, uh, the, the host, he kind of, like, he's con- really trying to control his laughter. And he goes, it's right, it's Israel. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like that's the only like joke I can really remember from the entire show and I and like I said it's a show I watched cuz my I think probably like a lot of us my grandma uh you know when I was a little kid watched game shows during the day mm-hmm. and I would sit there and watch uh press your luck with Peter Tamarkian and and I loved press your luck yeah that was <laughs> yeah, that was that was a fun show I always liked it and uh obviously there's the case of the guy who like hacked the entire game and just mm-hmm. like uh yeah I think there's a movie about that, but I could be wrong. It's a documentary. Um, I, I think it might be. I think it's just called Big Bucks. Is the name? It, it oh, aired big. on Game Show Network. I remember watching it. Um, and yeah, fascinating. I think the dude's name was Michael Larson, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. That's and yeah, he like cracked the pattern, and he won like a hundred thousand dollars on the show where the modal <laughs> winnings were like five thousand dollars or something. Nice. Wow. Yeah, I always, I always like that. Like if someone's like a card counter at a casino and they win a blackjack mm-hmm. because of that, mm-hmm. good for them. I mean, if they Agreed. they make a system that's breakable, especially in Press Your Luck, didn't they have like only a handful of different patterns they used? Yeah, I believe right. it's I believe it's like it was like six patterns, and this was at the the inception of 
VCRs. So, like, they never thought, like, oh, someone's going to be able to tape this and then play it back over and over again. But he did. Yeah. And the thing that I thought was great is they, you know, they investigated it and everything, and they were like, well, it's not fraud. I mean, like, he didn't do anything illegal, so we've got to give him the money, and they, they gave him the money. Mm-hmm. And they aired the episode once. Yes. And then never again until, like, 25 years later. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, like the uh, like the newly uh, wed show, which I guess technically is also a game show, where they had like the certain clips they they never you know played until years later. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The newly wed show with um, what's his name? Uh Bob Eubanks. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, like um, oh my god. Well, there's the famous one, obviously. What's the um, the craziest place you've ever made Whoopi? And she says in the ass. You know how Whoopi is part of that same clip? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that was at the beginning of the Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, the uh, Chuck Barris. Uh, oh, yes. Auto, pseudo autobiography, I assume. Right. I don't know how true it is. Lyography? I think he thinks it's true. <laughs> I do love that movie, though. And it, you I wonder know, if there's any truth to it whatsoever. Like, you know, some people did have, like, kind of, you know, light contacts with, like, you know, the feds, especially mm-hmm. during, like, the, you know, the 70s and 60s, you know, when they're trying to infiltrate, like, these revolutionary groups. Or if it's just, I'm sure it's just entirely made up. But well, he wrote Palisades Park. It would be interesting Park. if it was, kind of. <laughs> but, yeah, he wrote that song, Palisades Park. That's true. As far as I know. And he really did say that his uh, penis tasted like strawberries. <laughs> Jeez. That is the weirdest part of that movie to me. I don't, re- I don't. I remember. I really like the movie, but I don't remember that well. It's the like the very beginning of the movie. I think he's like fourteen, and he's saying to his 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 eleven year old sister's friend, "Oh my god, <laughs> that is that is pe- that she should uh, she should lick his penis because it tastes like strawberries oh, or something like that." I mean, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. It, it was something like that. But I when I was when I saw that in the theater the first time. I can still remember because I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't uh, George Clooney direct that? I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. That. Yeah. Oh. Uh, George Clooney, he was on a game show once. Um, celebrity. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I tried to segue to another game show. But um, what about. There, there was, there's a host of. Um, terrible well not they're not all terrible but a host of like low rent game shows that were on in the 80s like card sharks and um yeah like tic tac dough and stuff like that i remember watching card sharks reruns on days that i was homesick from school on game Mm. show network yeah it was fine yeah i I mean it's you know higher or lower than this (laughs) if it's lower than an eight say higher if it's if it's higher than an eight, say lower. If it's an eight, I don't know, 50-50. <laughs> right, yeah. It's not a complicated game. <laughs> yeah, that's – but, you know, it's, it passes the time sometimes. I, I look at – I kind of like Mike. I look at um, The Price is Right in a similar-ish way. It's just the – that's the like the gold standard of those sort of low-rent daytime game shows to me. Yeah. Justin, we used to like that show, Chain Reaction. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Remember that? I do like that show. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. It yeah, was like, I did like um, that. you had to like pick. How did it go? Like you had to pick a word that 
connected to the word before it. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was like, you know, um, fire pit, pit viper, like things like that. Like you had to chain together two word phrases. Yeah. I I liked that show. I think that was fun. That's a Jeopardy category, too, that I like a lot. I don't remember what they call it. Before and after, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that. Yeah, they'd start yeah. like they'd start at the top, like like you said, it'd be like pit, and the bottom would be like house. You know, it'd be like pit viper viper. I don't know viper. Yeah, thing. I sort of wrote myself into a <laughs> yeah, corner. Viper bite. Window viper. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god! R- writing that show is harder than it looks, I guess, because I just tried to do it and failed miserably. You, you show up for the audition. The second word's viper. Ah! You just walk out. And like, <laughs> they just. I've worked on this for months. All the judges are just sitting there as you say viper, just like shaking their heads with their <laughs> cast, their eyes cast down. He's made the classic blunder. No one, no one can think of anything for viper. <laughs> Now that was that was a good. Uh, there were a lot of um. There, what was the one? So on the, I I don't think this was the dawn of the internet. It was probably like, I don't know, the adolescence of the internet. Um, but on Game Show Network they had a show. I think it was called. I think it was just called Game Night or something like that. It was you could play from home. That was the thing. Like they'd, they'd have oh. games and then you oh, could yeah. like go on the computer and give your answers and try to win prizes. It was like an early version sort of, of like those, um, uh, like, uh, HQ trivia and like stuff HQ like that. trivia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do that. remember this. <laughs> uh, would you guys, did you guys trivia. play a lot of HQ trivia? Yeah, we did. We did it like every day for how many months, and then everyone just forgot about it. Sort of fell apart. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, I I did too. Like I, I I when I first heard about it, I I was into it. Like me and my whole family were into it yep. for for like I don't know two or three months. We downloaded yeah. some other ones like Cash App and stuff. Cash like Show, that. yeah. Oh God, Cash. We really tr- <laughs> we really used to do it a lot. Well, and and we. I think we stopped doing it when we realized that we were pissing away like an hour and a half a day on these things. And we were just yeah. like, what are we doing? Like, I won 75 like, cents. Right. Like between waiting for it to start, because they always started late. Mm-hmm. And then there were two and cash the host shows. just and, got worse and, one and H- worse. Yes. And there were two cash shows and one HQ a day. And yeah, we were throwing away like an hour a day. And we were just like, fuck this. And you're right. The hosts just declined rapidly in quality. Yeah. But. That first, uh, that first host of Cash Show, I can't remember his name. The guy with the black hair, he was Ed in. Israel. I, yeah, I think so. I remember he, that? He was in. A movie. <laughs> we spent fucking an hour a day doing it for three months. <laughs> of course, I remember it. He was in. Why a mo- did we do that? He was in a movie called Meet the Blacks, I think, or something. Like no that. way. Yes. I've heard of that. Movie. I think he played some sort of like mob guy that gets shot immediately. Incredible! Wow. But I remember he say he said something about he was an actor, and I looked him up, and I was like, "Oh, this is the movie you were in." Oh my god! Wow. Justin, you liked that hot British lady. <laughs> That's true. I did not mind her. She was good. Uh, Mel or something. Oh, like Sh- Sher- Sharon something. I feel Sharon. like it was Sharon. Sharon something. I think I follow her on Twitter. I forget what her name is. <laughs> you think you follow her on Twitter? Not sure. I've got her. I've got her Instagram right. in my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> 
And by I follow her on Twitter, I mean our podcast follows her on Twitter, I think. <laughs> oh my gosh. Isn't it kind of odd that like back like uh in like the eighties, like uh when uh uh shit, what's his name? Richard Dawson, you know, he kinda like just yeah, when Ronald Reagan hosted uh, that game show called Granada. <laughs> uh, but no, when uh, we won. Uh, yeah. But no, uh, when Richard, Richard Dawson, like, you know, like back then they would kind of like hide their accents, you know? I mean, like, you know, he's British. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, he yeah. had like this weird kind of combination of the both. But like, then like with like the weakest link, it's like, it's almost like a, uh, like people consider it to be like, oh, they're, they have a British accent. They're obviously uh, superior in intelligence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. the, I can do a perfect Richard Dawson impression, but it's only two words. I can only do two words. <laughs> uh, not that. <laughs> That's anytime somebody did like somebody would give an answer. He's like, "Let's go to the board," and you know, an X. Not that. <laughs> well, speaking of the weakest this? link, have you guys been watching the revival of that with Jane Lynch doing her worst Anne Robinson impression? I have See, I feel uh, Jane Lynch just seems like a I mean, I know she plays like in a like forty year old version, she's like kinda like a like an asshole a little bit, but she just seems like a nice person, yeah. so it'd be hard for me to see her in that exactly role. What I said. <laughs> it's exactly what I said. And she's yeah, she's just doing a bad impression of Anne Robinson. It's it doesn't work. And I I'm still like her. The show, but you know they should get they should get uh, Hillary Clinton in the uh, weakest week. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna roll her eyes and uh, look away when they interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill Clinton will be at home saying, I, I know that look. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of liked The Weakest Link. That was another thing where it was, you know, for the first couple months that it was on, I got into it with everybody else. Yeah. And then yeah. I just kind of fell off of it a little bit. Because to me, the thing about that show was, was it was frustrating to me. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah yeah it really is like i hate like when you have to like have a team of like you know people you don't really know i mean mm-hmm. i guess it's just kind of i mean i guess survivor is also a game show that sort of has like just random people like grouped in a, into one but yeah. i feel that they kind of i mean i feel that they have a better mixture because they're predetermined you know it's not like eh, this guy i'm, I'm you know i'm required to you know have you answer four questions or i'll lose fifty thousand dollars yeah exactly and that's the, the thing, thing is, I like, hate, I have I, to be able to picture myself on the show and, like, wanting sure. to be on the show. <laughs> like, I don't want to be saddled with four <laughs> yeah, dumbasses. No. no, me neither. <laughs> well, the thing that frustrates me about it is that the best player always gets kicked off a couple rounds yeah. before the end because yes. they're a threat. And so, like, it is a game that is designed to reward being pretty good at the game, but not good <laughs> at it. Yeah. Unless it, the other people are so dumb that they forget. And then you just win anyway. (laughs) This woman played a perfect week. She played a perfect game. She didn't get a single question wrong the entire game. Boggling. It was nuts. She's just like, oh, you answered all those questions, all right. (laughs) And and you have to be like kind of a sleeper. Yeah, I think you should like throw a couple questions. You know, I feel in the early rounds you should maybe like throw a question or two. You know, I mean, not like like if somebody else is doing worse, just do a little less worse. Then they'll forget about yeah, you. Yeah. And then, like at the end, like, oh, actually, I know all these. Does, right. any, does anybody remember that game, Friend or Foe? Oh yes. Was that, that the one where at the end they would have to decide? You know, if they both made one vote, they'd split the money, and it was like different. Like, yeah. Of, like the prisoners' dilemma. Yeah, it was the prisoners', the prisoners dilemma. Is it just yeah. the prisoners' dilemma. Prisoners' dilemma. Yeah. It's the, it's actually an American version of a British show called Golden Balls, which is the same scenario with a much better title. 
<laughs> do you think in Britain they have like uh, people with American in, in Britain in uh, England they have people with uh, American accents uh, on their game shows <laughs> the, the the rebrand of the the weakest link in in England is just a guy going well, well you, you're done stupid you're gone <laughs> you're done. <laughs> and it's just called you're you gone. are the weakest link sayonara <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> what about the show uh, Cash Cab? How do you all feel about that? Oh yeah, I like oh, Cash I love, Cab. I love me I love some it. Cash Cab. Yeah, I just I, love him. What's his name? Ben Bailey. Uh, ben Bailey. Ben and he had like a show. Yeah, I don't know if it was before or after, where it was like a supermarket kind of game where you like ring people up. Supermarket sweep. No, it was like it'd be people in line at the supermarket, and you just like ask them random questions, and however many they you know oh, got, oh. you give them a certain amount of money. No, I never saw yeah, that. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I don't. Really, I don't remember what it was called. It was either right before, or at, right after Cash Cab. I just feel like it's like the laziest game show ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you told me he was a cab driver and he was just filming it, I'm like, oh, okay. Now it's- I just thought of the perfect model for Cash Cab today. Like Zoom bombing Cash Cab, where you're just in the middle of your Zoom, and then Ben Bailey pops up, and he's like, "You're in." That's, that's a great idea. I don't know. Actually. I can't think of a good. I can't think of a good name, but if anyone has one, just we call it Zoom. Uh, the Cash 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 Chat. There you yeah, go. Cash you Chat. Go. That's a good. It's one. not exciting enough. It's better than the. It's better than the one I thought of, which was Ben Bailey showing up at the IC. <laughs> COVID Cab. Oh God. So, uh, which uh, which oh, Beethoven? The good sym- news is we have a vaccine. Which Beethoven symphony is, was? If you answer these four questions right, <laughs> oh, you're on a ventilator. Sorry, sir. Right. Oh, that is three strikes. I'm gonna have to send you back to the operating chamber. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh Jesus, Horrible. this took a turn. But yeah, I liked my idea. That's a really better. good idea. I just I I can't think of a good <laughs> name for it either. Zoom bomb? Yeah, no, I do I like it know. though. Um feel that you two should steal this. Yeah. Yeah. And by <laughs> steal some, it, I mean you made it, you made it yourself. There's I was nothing to say, steal. We'd have to just, steal it. Just don't include Ben Bailey and it's not a stolen idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting though that like I think COVID has sort of led to a renaissance of the game show because mm. you can shoot them reasonably safely with pretty small crews and people standing apart and not having to move around and interact with each other. Yeah. So like you know, Millionaire is back now with Jimmy Kimmel. Chase is I think coming back. Um, Weakest Link is back. Like all these things went into production after everything shut down, and I think that's going to be like of a weird historical consequence of this pandemic is game shows are hot again heck uh, i think <laughs> card sharks is actually back joel McHale is hosting a revival of card sharks oh, wow, because wow. you can do it safely yeah sure how how bizarre is that that joel McHale got another job that, <laughs> that and and that card sharks got revived yeah and then I, it took I, a global I, pandemic to do it which i guess that actually makes sense but <laughs> Certainly yeah. not. I think one they of the best did games. Card Sharks a few years ago too. Another like a newer version with Chuck Woolery, but I could be wrong in that. Oh God! Of course they did. Oh, you know what that oh. makes me think of though? It makes me think of I don't know why. <laughs> this makes me think of it. There's really no link, but the the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid with uh, oh, um, yeah. 
Uh, what's his name? Dick Clark. Bill Bellamy. <laughs> I thought it was a new one. <laughs> but no, the, uh, the, Dick, the Dick Clark one. Uh, that's a classic uh, yeah, you know, that we grew up sure. with. I, liked I that think they too. revised that as well. Like I saw it uh, a couple months ago. I don't know who the host was. That's come back like a hundred times. They've they've revived that and canceled it so many times. That show, okay, no. the biggest problem with that is that show's hard to play at home. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I like I because you, you can't you can't even like close your eyes because what if you say it but the but the contestant hasn't said it yet. Yeah, you have to check. It's almost like you have to be blind and then have someone there. With you. <laughs> That's one of the worst home games ever. <laughs> Yeah, it's very much a spectator sport, that one, yeah. which is not what you want from a game show. It's weird, too. Like the, I think the current trend in uh, sort of game shows are really just talent shows. I mean, if you think about it, like mm-hmm. all these, like America's Got mm-hmm. Talent, uh, yeah. American Idol, uh, The Masked, yeah. I don't know, Singer or Dancer or both, maybe. I mean, it's all like, a, it's all just Masked Singer is not a talent show. Masked oh, I, Singer I, I never is just watched it. celebrities. <laughs> that's what it really counts. <laughs> self-indulgent celebrity nonsense yeah and the sad part is that's the only one of these that i watch but it's not <laughs> it's not a talent show at all what about a show like uh the bachelor or the bachelorette I mean, i'd call it a reality I, I, show not a game show yeah did you guys watch that yeah. no that's an old norm mcdonald's joke we were too. very into we're very into the show Face Off, which was a makeup movie oh, makeup yeah, competition yeah. show. Face Off is great, and Top Chef. I love Top Chef. Top Chef's great. I wouldn't call them game shows, though. I'd call them like reality competition shows. But yeah, it's not a yeah. game; it's a competition. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. that makes sense. The distinction. What about Survivor, though? Is that a game show, or is it like I mean, it's like you said, a competition type show? Mm, I think it's eh, that's that's a tough one because yeah. I think it's closer. Yeah, me yeah. too. I tried to get yeah. uh, I I tried to get um, uh, Saturday Night Live to do my version of The Bachelor, which was the Mormon Bachelor. Oh no! <laughs> Where it's thirty women, and it's like, well, we're not going to drink, we're not going to smoke, but I, I will just choose all of them. <laughs> uh... <laughs> you all... We're going to need more roses. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would make a great sketch on Saturday Night Live, but they they wouldn't take the idea. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> I, I know this is probably highly illegal, uh, but I, I think it would be great if The Running Man was a real game show. <laughs> like either the book version or the movie version. It I would mean, be. Who doesn't? It would be interesting. It would definitely be interesting. Uh, release a convicted convict into the into America, and if you call in with a credible tip, then you win some money. Yeah. And if he if he if he kills a police officer, your family gets a hundred more dollars. <laughs> you can imagine a version of that where it's not an actual violent criminal, but I think that takes away a lot of the luster of it. Yeah, yeah I think technically in the book he was just like some guy who needed money desperately, and, yeah. and in the movie he was a criminal. But that was like on like a game oh, stage, really. Yeah, the yeah the movie the movie version is obviously different than the book version. The, the movie version is like, so, or almost like. Like a gladiator type arena, basically. Um, right. And the 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 book version is more of a like, I guess, kind of like like uh, a manhunt kind of. What's the uh, 
the amazing race sort of like that except you're you're chasing it's not a scavenger hunt it's a scavenger hunt for a, a dude that you need to kill <laughs> but yeah like uh yeah, it's a more open world type thing it's it's a it's a grand theft auto 5 of a game show. <laughs> nice. yeah but or another hypothetical game that i thought would be great um this is very weird i've mentioned this before but there's a an episode of the show sliders or <laughs> yes. where, where, where he comes into this like uh this world where like uh he's like a, a top athlete and it's like a combination between like strategy and like you know physical prowess and that kind of stuff it's like a really kind of a, a, like the olympic ideal where you're both you know you cultivate both your mind and body that seems fun uh-huh. like jeopardy but you're also like moving a ball around for some reason <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah it's it's like i don't even know exactly how to describe they don't do a great job in the episode of describing the game but it's it's almost... because uh, it, it uses the writers for sliders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Mike, I believe it's pronounced sliders. I, I think you're right. Um, <laughs> but the, it's it's almost like chess, sort of, where the like it's a yeah, a team like in of... one they have to like name all like the like the first like the, the periodic table, table yeah. elements, numbers, blank through blank, and yeah, that kind exactly. of stuff, or all exactly. the like natural or all the noble gases, yeah. And they can only move when they answer each one, and yeah. And yeah, interesting. It's it's isn't that like the that uh, what's a show called the Nickelodeon show, Justin? You know what I'm talking about? Salute your shorts. (laughs) (laughs) The temple. Oh, what is it called? Oh, Oh, the legendary. Yes, thank you. I've never seen that. Is that how that is? Kind of. It's more like. Well, I mean, it's kids for one thing, obviously, so it's a little different. But they they would like answer questions that like earn the right to enter the temple obstacle course maze thing right. that we all remember from it. But yeah, like okay. the actual temple run was only like the last five minutes of the show. Like there was just a lot of other bullshit before one of the teams got to do it. Hmm. <laughs> so that's a weird type of game show too. Like yeah. I was thinking like fear factor, yeah, double yeah. dare, like that kind yeah, of Yeah, double show. dare. Yeah. That's another double great dare, yeah, yeah. Mark Summers. Do you remember, right. anybody ever see the, the clip on Burt Reynolds? Yeah, Johnny Carson <laughs> with Mark Summers and Burt Reynolds? <laughs> yeah, that's great. They get into a, a, a little bit of a fight. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> like, they're sitting there, and Burt Reynolds is, I don't, I don't, I don't even know exactly how it starts, but Burt Reynolds is sort of being like. I, I think Mark Summers makes a quip about uh, his ex-wife. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And then like, uh, and Burt wow. Reynolds, you, you can see Burt wow. Reynolds gets pissed and they like, he says something like, I'm still married, Burt, or something like that. <laughs> and, and they, they start going after it and Burt Reynolds picks up water and dumps it over Mark Summers' head. <laughs> Unwrap this, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you should look it up on YouTube. It's it's pretty funny. That's awesome. I've never seen this. Wow. Well, I think we're gonna have to end it there, kids. Uh, it has been very fun, though. Um, everybody, go check out uh, Quiz and Hers again uh, on your your favorite podcast app. Uh, Justin yeah. Halley, thank you for joining us. Absolutely, it's been a pleasure. Yes, thank thanks you for, for having us. us. This was a ton of fun, and rest in yeah. peace, Alex Trebek. Absolutely. Anytime you guys want to come back, you are more than welcome. Thank you. We right. should have you guys on to, on Quiz and Hers, too. We should, yeah. We haven't had a guest in forever. We should do that. Yeah, for sure. Just l- let us know. We're, we're available. I don't know. I, I, I'm available pretty much any time. Mike's got a busy <laughs> schedule. Yeah, I, I have a busy All right, schedule. yeah. I'll find a time. All right, yeah, for we, sure. We will see you guys next week. Bye.
All right, see ya.